SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Okay, we'll start off by talking cricket. We like cricket here on uh, this show and we've been following the CSA T20 Provincial Cup and uh, Boland, Boland, the Rocks are the champions having beaten the Titans by 15 runs in that final in Kabeja yesterday and the captain joins us on the line, Captain Peter Malan. Good evening, Skipper. Thanks for taking our call tonight on SAFM. No problem, mate. Uh, to be so. Thanks for having me. Great. Congratulations on the win. How does this one feel? Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, it's, I, I think we went in the, into the competition uh, as underdogs. No one really expected us to do too well. So it, it's been very satisfying and it's been a complete team effort. Everyone chipped in when we needed them throughout the tournament. So it, it's extremely uh, satisfying. Yes, and I was about to say, um, I was going to ask you what was key in this team winning the title because we saw you led from the front with the bat. We saw the bowlers also coming into the party. So is that what was key, a team effort for you? Yeah, I mean, it, it's different guys standing up in different pressure situations. Um, yeah, the, the bowling the bowling attack especially was fantastic. Our spinners really led from the front in terms of restricting the runs and taking wickets. And then, I mean, everyone, like I said, when they were needed to, to step up, they did. And in the final, Skipper, you put on 138 on the board. Did you feel it was enough? And how confident were you of defending it? Yeah, so we started off pretty badly, but um, I sort of remember as I got out and I walked into the changing room uh, before the end of the innings, I told the guys, if we get 135, I think the Titans are going to be in trouble because the wicket was playing quite difficult and we've got top quality spinners. Uh, so it, it proved to be just enough. Even with that betting lineup of the of the Titans, you were still confident. I mean, they had Quinton, they had Tennis De Bruyne, Heinrich Klaas, and even the young Devil Brave is there. Yeah, I mean, like they're, they're a fantastic side. Uh, but sort of throughout the competition, only the top order really battered. So for the last three or four games, they won so easily that the, the sort of middle order didn't really even have to perform. So we knew that if we could get those those guys at the top, that the pressure would be on the lower order. Um, and hopefully they, they wouldn't be able to handle it in, in a final. Well, you got the top order. You had them at 29 for three inside the power play, but they did recover at one stage. They needed 40 of 34. Were you still backing your bowlers at that stage? Yeah, I mean, our bowlers, they've defended some really low scores throughout the tournament. And we knew at that stage we probably needed one wicket to break it open. And then Perisco Adams got a fantastic run out. Mm. And the next ball, Hardest, Phil Yoon took a fantastic uh, court Cotton and ball. ball. And it, it's, it's those types of, of moments of brilliance that win you a final. And it's two senior players stood up, like I said, in those precious situations and they delivered. Yeah, you, you also delivered, Skipper, with that 71 in the final. But not only in the final, throughout the tournament, finished as a, as a top run scorer with 550s. How did you approach your betting in this competition and on, on that weekend in PE? Um, yeah, I mean, so the wickets sort of got progressively slower as the tournament went on just due to the amount of games on it. Um, but, I mean, we had a formula from the beginning that we sort of thought would work in a tournament like that and that sort of meant I tried to bat as deep as I could and then the more attacking, naturally more attacking guys like my brother Clyde Fortain, uh, Christian Jonker as well and then Hardis at the end can come in and sort of clear the boundaries uh, and that, that seemed to work quite well for us throughout the tournament. And just overall, would you say that's what's key in T20 cricket, probably having one better that anchors the innings? Um, it, it, it all depends on the conditions. I think once you get better wickets, then that anchor probably becomes less important because guys can just come in and play shots from the beginning. Where With the wickets we had uh, throughout this tournament, it wasn't very easy to just come in 
and score from the beginning. You had to spend some time in the middle to to get the pace of the wicket. And as soon as as soon as the conditions are like that, you definitely need someone to almost stabilise the innings and just keep it ticking over uh, while the other guys sort of get up to speed. And without singling out too many players, but you mentioned your bowlers met their mark. Firstly, the big man, Sean von Beck, with his spin there. How crucial is that experience? No, I mean, that's, it's fantastic. You can't buy experience. He's been around the block many times. And, I mean, he, he won us a couple of games basically by himself, taking three wickets and going for less than 20. So, I mean, between him, Siamahima and Imran Manak, it's three high-quality spinners. And it, it made my life as captain a lot easier where they could they could bowl in any situation. They can bowl in the power play. They can bowl at the end. So any time I felt that we needed a breakthrough or just we needed to pull the game back, I could call on any one of the three. And they, they just kept on delivering. It was amazing. There was also Ziad Abrams. He had a FIFA in one of the games. Took four wickets, I think, in the other game. Was he a revelation? Did he surprise you? Yeah, it sort of... <laughs> I don't think he surprised us because we we knew what he could do he, in the in the T20 tournament earlier in the beginning of the season. He was also really good, and it was just it was a bit of a struggle almost just finding a spot for him in our team because we had so many good players. But once he forced his way in, he took his opportunity with both hands, and he he just basically made himself undroppable, and he kept picking up wickets in big situations, bowling at the end. So no, he's been fantastic, and I'm really like really proud of him especially not having played the first few games, being able to come back and, and give a, uh, put some performances on the board like that. You've touched on Siamayema. What can you tell us about him? I know he didn't take a lot of wickets, but whenever he came in, he had a job to do and he did it, huh? No, Siamayema is a fantastic bowler. And I think almost he's almost starting to get a reputation now where people, they just try and look after him and they don't attack him too much. Mm. So, I mean, he might not pick up as many wickets as some of the other guys, but he usually... He goes for so little runs, and then that builds pressure on the other end for people to then pick up wickets. So he's, I think he's got an extremely uh, bright street future in front of him. If he just keeps going and he keeps improving, uh, the sky's the limit for him. Okay, wonderful. For those who are just joining us, we are speaking to uh, the captain of the Rocks. They won CSA's T20 Provincial Cup. That's Peter Milan. You can, are welcome to send us your voice notes to 061-4104-107 if you have any questions. And later on, as I mentioned, we will be joined in studio by the coach of Banyana Banyana, coach Desiree Ellis. And Skipper, how was it playing in that bio-bubble environment with games coming in thick and fast? And it was a couple of weeks, the teams being there in PE. How testing was that? Um, yeah, it was tough. Um, luckily, it wasn't a strict bubble. Um, as we've had before, oh. so we we at least had a little bit of freedom, and we we could go to some restaurants and at least go like walk walk by the beach and stuff like that. So it it definitely made it more bearable. But I mean, it it was three weeks away from home. Um, like you say, games coming every second day, so it was quite intense and uh, mentally and physically draining. But like I said, I'm just really proud of our guys. We sort of even after losing the first two games. We stuck to our formula, stuck to our plans. There was no panic. Our coach was fantastic throughout the, the tournament. He he sort of drew up that formula that he thought would, would help us win. And he proved to be right. So it's a lot of credit goes to him. And, and overall, um, what did you make of the stand of the, of the, of, of the cricket um, in, in this tournament? I mean, it, it, it's actually... It's, <laughs> It's frightening the amount of talent there is in South African cricket. I mean, some of the guys coming through, it's yeah, it's it's 
sort of scary playing against them and seeing what they're able to do, how far they can hit the ball, uh, some of the guys, the skills in terms of their bowling. So, I mean, it's I think there's a, a lot of talent in South African cricket. It just mm-hmm. needs to be managed and sort of nurtured correctly. And then there's no reason why we shouldn't be up there with the top cricketing countries in the world. And, and do you get a feeling that some guys probably saw that as an opportunity to be noticed and impress the selectors during this tournament? Yeah, 100%. I mean, that's always going to be sort of a, a bit of a, a shop window for the guys to put big performances on the board. Um, and then if you put if you keep putting performances up, I mean, at some stage, selectors have to take notice of you. So I think that's that should be the main theme. I mean, in any format, in any competition you play, is if you keep putting up performances and you keep winning games for your side, then the selectors should should take note. I know Tristan Stabs is one that has people talking there uh, from that CSA T20 Provincial Challenge, but there are a lot of players that maybe lo- lo- many people didn't know about and they do now know about them. The likes of Siamayema, like the captain of the Rocks, as mentioned here, uh, Captain Peter Milan. We're just going to take a quick break, uh, Skipper, and we will uh, wrap up after this break. We are talking cricket, looking at the CSA Provincial T20 Challenge that wrapped up this past weekend in Kabeh. This is SAFM Sport with Tabiso Musia. Good evening, Tabiso, and good evening to uh, Peter Malan, Lebra here. I think uh, Boland is building something exceptional there. Um, you know, they are signing youngsters, exciting youngsters. I saw that George van Yerden uh, recently signed for uh, for Boland as well, the, the under-19 captain. You know, Valentin Kitime, who was also in the World Cup, also signed for them. We also saw uh, Michael Copeland, another under-19 star. So I think they are building something exceptional there, uh, Boland. And I think they are going to surprise a lot of teams. I was also impressed by the Northwest Dragons uh, to see that uh, the so-called smaller unions are performing well. But yeah, all in all, a great performance. I think um, they have good youngsters and senior players in the team with the likes of Hardas Yun, him. And it's a very experienced team, you know, down there uh, in, in Poland. And I'm hoping that they continue um, in this um, fashion. And of course, the Proteans, what a performance, what a gun performance. And maybe Peter can comment on Carl Varena because he has played alongside him at the Cobras and what uh, type of a player he is. Tell us if it's special, really. Thank you. He, we know he's special, but just men compliment. Thank you, Libra here. Good evening, Tabiso. It's Mulani Mbakla from Cape Town. Yeah, congratulations, all order to, to, the, to the Rocks. Yeah, they played great cricket. Uh, nice to see Peter Mulan amongst the, the contributors, contributing with the bat during the course of the tournament. You have one of the greatest guys and nicest guys in cricket there was always willing to greet us as security guards, both at Poland Park and at Newlands, and nice to see him doing well. He was a very nice guy, that guy. Yeah, it's Kulani Mbakla from Cape Town. Congratulations again to the Rocks. Played great cricket throughout the tournament. Oh, thanks, Tolani. That's a nice that's a nice voice note there. Yeah, sounds like a good man, uh, the captain of the Rocks, uh, Captain uh, Peter Malan there. Um, Skipper, there was another voice note that was saying that you are onto something there in Poland. And, and I was about to ask also, do you feel that there's something building there? Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's, it's really very much the start of our journey in terms of this being the first year as a Division One team. And yeah, we've got big plans. Um, I think hopefully we'll only add a, a couple more pieces to our squad in the in the next year or so. But yeah, we definitely, like, uh, like you said, we've got some very exciting youngsters um, 
in our squad and also at at the University of Stellenbosch as well. Uh, so there's we we're definitely looking to build up the pipeline and, and be competitive for a very long time. Wonderful. And how much of the cricket in New Zealand were you able to watch, considering the time different uh, differences, Kip? And what have you made of the Proteus comeback in the second test? Um, yeah, I've not watched much of it live. I'll <laughs> try and try and sleep at night if we've got a game the next day. But yeah, I've definitely caught some of the highlights. And I mean, I'm extremely got, uh, proud of a guy like Carl Verena. Um, played with him for the last three or four years um, at Newlands before before making the move to Paul. And yeah, he's had a bit of a tough start to his test career, but I mean, it just shows you the type of guy uh, he is to be able to bounce back in a big situation uh, in that second test, needing to win win, win that test to level the series. So yeah, it's an extremely uh, proud moment to see a guy like that. I've sort of seen firsthand the amount of work and effort that, that he puts into his preparation and into his game. So it, it's always good to see guys like that do well. Wonderful. Just the last one on the CSA T20, uh, Skipper. You played, if I remember correctly, you played province in the semi, right? Uh, yeah, that's correct. Did it feel like a derby, like a rivalry? Does it feel like it? Well, it doesn't feel like it. It is, it is, a, <laughs> oh, is, it? It is a rivalry. Um, 100%. I mean, it's, it's, I don't think it, 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 will always, it will always be that way. I mean, sort of Paul... Paul versus Cape Town, Bulan yeah. Park versus Newland. So it's uh, especially with, I mean, a couple of our guys uh, having played for them uh, in the recent past. So no, definitely, it definitely was a derby, and it was very satisfying to come out on top. Wonderful, knocked them off their patch, their skipper. Thanks for joining us and taking our call on SAFM, and all the best. Uh, great work that you guys are doing there in Poland. Thanks, Aviso. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Captain of the Rocks there, Captain Peter Milan, talking to us about winning CSA's T20 Provincial Cup. We're going to move right along. Coach Desiree Ellis already in studio with us here, um, looking back at the two legs against Algeria and looking ahead to the women's AFCON later this year in Morocco. Psst. Have you heard? 